0: A FAM production for all things mattress, fam.news. We had a conversation about tattoos and there was an action taken by one of the people on this show today. I don't even know what's going to happen in this grand reveal. And we're also going to reveal the big plan behind Amazon putting together furniture in people's houses. People are talking about it, but they're not telling you the real story behind Amazon and what their plans are when they get into the furniture assembly service business. That's all happening today, baby.
1: Welcome to the Dose Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn, where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots.
0: Una tequila! <laughs>
1: Welcome aboard. Here's your passport to a planet filled with the mattress industry's brightest minds and biggest ideas.
0: Meet your guides. I'm Mark Kinsley, president and CEO of Englander. And I'm Mark Quinn,
1: co-founder of Spink & Co. and VP of Sherwood Betty.
0: Together, they are
1: Dos Marcos. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three,
0: two, one. brand new salon that's opening up in London. And it's an Amazon salon. It's the very first Amazon salon. They're going to have augmented reality where you can visualize what your hair would look like in a different color. Or maybe if you're thinking about, Hey, I got to throw it back to the 80s and get that bowl cut. You can visualize what the bowl cut is going to look like. And it made me think of you Quinn, because we were having a conversation about tattoos and I thought it'd be really cool. If there was an app that allowed you to visualize the tattoo on your body before you got it, we were having these conversations about this tattoo you were thinking about getting. So the people want to know what happened.
1: <laughs> well, I got the tattoo. And now keep in mind, Kinsley, I am 52 years old and somehow have avoided uh, getting ink. My brother has a tattoo. I, it, you know, just a lot of people I know have tattoos. And it's just different than when I was coming up, like tattoos were for bikers and people out of prison. Mm -hmm. And, uh, today that's not the case. So, uh, anyway, yeah, my, when my mom passed, we were going through the house and there was a mirror and she would always like give me notes and things. And she always wanted me to put post-it notes on my mirror, you know, positive affirmations, things like that. And so in her house, she had written on a mirror, thank God. And so at the end of the day it really kinda of comes down to that, like no matter what chaos is going on, if you if you're a person of faith in particular, then you can kind of focus on that and it kind of puts everything in perspective. So just think that. Focus on that part. So I always liked that. And um so anyway, I got a uh, tattoo. So I had the the artist, the graphic artist, take her handwriting exactly. And turn that into a tattoo. And then I put uh, her name and then my uncle Jack Quinn's name because he passed during COVID too, two very important people in my world. And so that was it. I got a tattoo. So anyway, it's kind of crazy. And let me tell you, man, like 80% of it didn't hurt, but the 20% hurt like a bitch. I'm telling you, it was like someone like taking a knife and carving something into your, into your skin. So it was, it was fine, but there were parts that were not very pleasant. All right. You get. And I didn't drink anything going in. I'm just like, I, I took a stick, a piece of leather rawhide stick, and I just chomped down on it. And I just Quinn was a
0: dog out. on a bone. All right, well, are you going to do a grand reveal? I want to.
1: Well, yeah, I could show you. It's on my butt. Do you think that's okay to show that on the, on the, like, if you're watching this show, you can go to our YouTube station or go to the fam. You can actually watch the video. I, I gotta We've been
0: trying that to that figure out, out like, how, what do we do to take this show to the next level? And I've been advocating for showing skin. So, if you're going straight to the keister, I'm all for it. So, stand up, buddy.
1: Yeah. No, I just think it's, it's, it's a ratings thing, for sure. No, it's actually right here on my pack. And you ready? I can't show you all of it. And it's still got the plastic stuff on it.
0: See nice. That? If you're watching on video, uh, Quinn is not showing any nip. Um, although, no. I have to say, I never thought there would be a scenario or situation where you would text me a picture of you shirtless. By the way, you look like you're flexing. Were you flexing?
1: <laughs> wasn't No, I I was telling you that's sad if that looked like me flexing. I but it, you know, it wasn't too bad. But you know what, did I what did I tell you? You said send it to that, everybody, you know, you ever? and post
0: it on our social media sites. No.
1: No, I did not. <laughs> I said if you ever send that picture to anyone, I'll kick your butt. But anyway, so I, I could do it. That I'm way,
0: not world sure. class at very many things, it, but I'm world class at being able to access yeah. photos of Quinn in the moment the conversation comes up where I need to show somebody that photo. Um, you might you <laughs> might remember the Bigfoot photo that I very quickly pull up whenever I need to show somebody that you fell and got attacked by Bigfoot. And uh, I don't think this is going to be any different. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing, though. We want to keep our audience. We don't want to turn people away. And if you post a picture of me shirtless, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a significant drop off.
0: In 10x increase so, in subscribers skewing heavily toward women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Sorry, Bridget. <laughs>
0: Thank you, though, Bridget.
1: I'm, I'm I'm cracking up because of how absurd that is. But anyway, so that was kind of cool, man. And I, I, I really toiled with it because I'm like, God, did I try,
0: try to talk you out, out of it? Or did I just I did. guide you through no, some possibilities you didn't
1: really you weren't really talking me out of it. you were more kind of going, huh, eh, you know if it's your thing, it's not my thing, but if you' if you want to do it, that's fine for you. Do you, Quinn? That was kind of the the tone of that I think
0: well, I'm glad you're happy. I yeah, love so. uh the the commemoration of your mom and that it's meaningful and significant, yeah. and uh that's- su- super cool, man, and it's right on your heart too,
1: yeah right over the heart, no doubt. So anyway, there you go. But how are you doing, man? We've got a lot going on. We had a great day of strategy this week and um, came up with some really great thinking in terms of like where the fam goes. So that's kind of fun. And we got to spend some time in person. So it's kind of cool, isn't it? That uh, all that's kind of starting to
0: come. Yeah. Up yeah. Now. And we got to talk about you know how we continue to serve our sponsors like Nationwide and Door Counts and And even Furniture Today's betting conference, which will tell you about how to get a special offer on on that. But man, it was super cool to see what Nationwide did at market because so many independent retailers couldn't be there. So the whole crew, Mike Darrow and Jeff Rose and Johnny Lamp and Chad Fisher and Mike Whitaker and everybody behind the scenes grabbed cameras, went out there, went to their vendor partners and pretty much brought Las Vegas market to their independent dealers and snagged twenty six thousand video views along the way so i mean hold on great job no nationwide doubt.
1: team you know kinsley we had uh i was doing some instagram live stuff there but they took a crew and i kept seeing them in and out of showrooms i ran into them several times but if you guys go to the fam.news and read this article we have posted a lot of the videos from the betting Centric companies that Nationwide interviewed, mm-hmm. and you know this always goes back, Kinsley, to Nationwide's purpose, and their purpose is to serve the retailer. And so for a lot of people that couldn't be there in person, didn't want to be there in person, Nationwide brought the show to them once again, and they did a brilliant job of it. Uh, you know, Glenn, um, you and I know Glenn, one of the camera guys at Nationwide. He's just an awesome guy. He was working his butt off as well as the rest of the Nationwide guys. So anyway, check this stuff out. Great content. Well done. 26,000 views, Kinsley. That's the importance of creating content that's relevant to your audience. They crushed it, so uh, bravo to them. And another great partner of ours, Door Counts, they keep losing their minds because they keep this promotion going.
0: So tell us about that <laughs> nice. one. Poor Jerry, uh, Jerry, uh, you need to let oh, us Jerry. know if you want us to keep doing this because uh, his pipeline is is full of dealers who are are bringing door counts on, and we we love to hear that. We love to see that because door counts, I mean, is the ultimate retail sales cloud solution. But I mean, it's it's this this magical way for you to capture what's happening in your store and make meaning of it. And that's the thing about it. You can get all this data, but you gotta make meaning of it and you gotta ha- hopefully use it for fun. So yeah, door counts is snapping a, a photo of somebody, assigning them to a salesperson on an upboard and it's a contact management solution, CRM and all of that stuff. But, uh, you gotta use, I think you need to use it like Matt Man uses it. So Andrew Schlesser he's been on the show. He's got his own podcast on the fam. He, we call him the world's most superhuman retail manager. And what he decided to do is, is think about it like this energy attracts foot traffic. So every day when he walks in his store, sweet dreams, furniture, and mattress, one of their four stores, he walks in and he uses the door counts camera. Cause it's automatic and he does a door counts dance. And so he's striking a pose and we have all these up on, on one of our, on the episode with him on fam.news, but he's (laughs) cracking me up because all his team now does this. And so the first person to walk in gets to snap the door counts dance. And it's just such a cool, creative way to take something that's like a process or, you know, kind of a technology tool and turn it into fun. And the more you're having fun, you've already won. And we think you can have fun with door counts and the door counts team and actually make more money and you can prove to yourself with a 90 day free trial that you're going to make more money. And so go to doorcounts.com, tell them Dos Marcos sent you, get a 90 day free trial. And if you don't want to use door counts at the end of it, Jerry's going to peel off 150 bucks, hand it to you and say, thank you. And if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. So there's no risk whatsoever. Get started at doorcounts.com today. And what we got to get started with uh, here in a moment is talking about Amazon, getting into the furniture assembly business. But before we do that, it's time to get together virtually one more time at the Furniture Today betting conference. Um, And if you you subscribe to our email newsletter, we have a special offer for retailers. But you got to subscribe to our email newsletter at fam.news because it's the easiest way for us to send it to you and link to it. But Jessica Byerly and the whole team uh, at Furniture Today, Sheila LongAmara, like all the team is getting together on a fantastic betting conference this year, curated and designed to help sleep and bedding retailers elevate the consumer experience. And gosh, in light of the topic you know we're going to talk speaking. about today, with Amazon elevating the consumer experience, you want to know yeah. how you can compete. And dude, fire out of the gates with Doug Stevens, who's been on our show. I can't wait to see Doug Stevens speak at the betting conference.
1: No, he's, you know, he was on our show and did a great job. He wrote a book and we had a fantastic time talking to him. And, you know, in the book we wrote, Come Back to Bed, we were inspired by a lot of the things that he said. We tied it back to our industry specifically so he's going to be on stage again. He always has great stuff. Cannot wait to see that. So do not miss Doug Stevens at the betting conference. Kinsey, you got dates there for you the We
0: got show? dates uh, May 18th through the 20th. May 18th through the 20th. And if you want more information, I'm typing it in right now. Can you hear my... Boom. Hear Bettingconference.com. Me. Hey, uh, today on the show, Perfect. this is... <laughs> I'm so irritated, honestly. Why? I, I'm irritated Why? because we were talking to AM to PM, Alex Milstein. And we're like, dude, the, he, he mm-hmm. brought into our, into, a, into our field of view. He's like, hey, because um, he's a managing editor of the FAM. And so he's doing all this work to put up all this great material. And we just kind of give you know some thoughts and guidance with our industry knowledge. And he's like, Amazon is getting into the furniture assembly business, which means you know if you buy... Uh, you know, table and Amazon ships it to you, you're going to have the option for somebody to come to your house and they put it together. Sounds pretty simple. Lots of retailers do this today, but the, all the stories that we were seeing out there were hyper-focused on this idea that Amazon's going to put together furniture. And you and I were like, wait a minute. Do you understand how significant this is? What it does to the landscape of existing furniture and mattress dealers and what they're actually trying to do. And so we, we've got this article going up on fam.news called The Bigger Story Behind Amazon's Furniture Assembly Service Plans. But we, we wanted to preview it here and give you the deets on the Dos Marcos podcast because there is a bigger story behind this.
1: There's a bigger story, and I'm actually reading the book, Kinsley, called The Everything Store. So it's about Amazon, and it takes you through their history and uh, the history of disruption. It takes you through a lot of their failures. They've had so many massive failures. However, uh, they've obviously disrupted retail in such a significant way early on. People would underestimate Amazon and refer to them as like a Land's End or just another product catalog to their own peril. Because if you think about a lot of the companies that are no longer around, Toys R Us, Borders, uh, Tower Records, uh, a lot of the categories they get in, they just go hard. Even Zappos, they tell a great story about going after Zappos driving down their stock price, getting themselves into the shoe business to a point where they could actually buy Zappos. So these guys are a force, obviously, everywhere they go. And now that they're creating this network. Now, there are people like Fragile Pack and J.B. Hunt and people that have final mile delivery services. So, um, you know... That's already out there, Kinsley. But you know, for Amazon to create their own network and do it the way that only they can do it, and throw the resources into what they can do, it puts them direct, indirect competition. We think more with brick and mortar in the furniture space more than well, they've ever been, and specifically with Wayfair, they're going after Wayfair. Yeah, and way. let's
0: but let's specifically tell people what. Okay, so what's the bigger bigger story? Here is the bigger story: it's not the fact that they're going in and they can compete you know, with having done $89 billion in revenue, you know, that that's not the story. The bigger story here really comes from Scott Galloway's book. So if you don't know Scott Galloway, he's a really smart guy. Um, he's a advertising theorist, author, professor, and his book post Corona from crisis to opportunity talks about these gangster moves that Amazon has made over the years. And here's the headline, Amazon takes cost centers and turns them into profit drivers. They take things that cost the business money like warehousing, pick and pack, and they turn it into a profit driver because early on, of course, warehousing something and getting it shipped out the door is a huge cost. But when you're really good at it, then people start using your warehouses and your pick and pack technology and people to ship their own stuff. And that's exactly what happened. So they took what's a huge cost center and they turned it into a profit driver. Another example of that, Amazon Web Services. When you're powering something as robust as Amazon.com and all their other web properties, you have to develop a technology stack of hardware and software that is the best in the world. And it's reliable. And all of a sudden, whenever you have that, everybody else wants to use that technology and build their products Or their software, their services, their SaaS on top of that. So now Amazon took a huge cost center, which was all their web services and turned it into a profit driver. I think they're going to do the same thing with healthcare because you, can you imagine the amount of money that Amazon with all their employees has to pay in healthcare? And if they turn that into a product, they can sell to other people because they develop the best in class healthcare services all of a sudden you have a platform you can build on top of. So let's come to reality right now, bring it home for you. If they have a network of people that are able to better put together furniture and manage the process and the service and the takeaway and everything that goes along with furniture assembly, they have a platform, they have a platform that they can then sell to other people who want to use that service. So then Wayfair overstock, Walmart, whoever—probably not Walmart, but whoever it is—that would want to, you know, bolt it on top of that mattress brands—they're going to have people and a network and a process and a whole system of delivery and takeaway and all those different check boxes they have to tick along the way that they can take as a cost and return to a profit driver. Now, here's the other thing, real quickly: can you imagine the amount of money that it costs Amazon or Wayfair whenever? A product does not work. A furniture or mattress product does not work for that consumer. So now they're probably going to take cost out of that process by simply having people there to make sure it's put together correctly. All the bolts are tightened. Questions are asked. There's a friendly face there saying, Hey, is there anything else to ensure that customer doesn't return it? I know even right here in Northwest Arkansas, there's a huge warehouse full of furniture, dent and ding just from Wayfair and they have big quarterly sales. So that's, I think, where this is going. It's a platform and that can impact you as a retailer because now the expectations are being set, which is what Amazon does really, really well.
1: Yeah, I, I, so I get that. And the I, I guess the observation for me, Kinsley, is that this is something that independent retailers already do. So they're already delivering into consumers' homes, setting things up, consulting with them, uh, and extending the service inside the store into the home. So this was a box that Amazon couldn't check that now they're going to be able to check. Um, But it's not coming without its challenges. So Amazon, you know, there's already people in the distribution network Um, kind of complaining that amazon is going to force their hand and they're saying okay if there's an installation of a washer and dryer that their expectation is that it gets done in 30 minutes and that's what they're going to pay them to do but the guys handling these goods are like there's no freaking way you can do that in 30 minutes you have a lot of times you have to move stuff out of that utility room in someone's home the path to the room itself may be cluttered. You just can't. So there's going to be a lot. And and they're so vicious when it comes to cutting costs and trying to pay as little as they can for those services so that they deliver ultimate value to the Amazon member, prime member. So um, I think they have some stuff to work out, but you know, it is definitely giving them or adding a dimension to what they do that they don't currently have. And it wouldn't surprise me, given the amount of money that they have, that they consolidate. I mean, could you see it, right? Instead of just, you know, using a existing 3PL or they don't even need a 3PL, just an, ex, an extension or final mile or white glove delivery program. I could see them buying it, right? And, and you know, they're competing with FedEx and UPS now in their own way. I could see them just buying it, consolidating it, you know, and skinning it Amazon, so that that entire white glove distribution network ends up being something that they own not just something that You they just organized.
0: said at the beginning of the show or not close to the beginning about driving stock prices down because now you're a competitor. That's what they did with Zappos. So could something like that happen where they drive a stock price down and then they acquire that network? It just
1: it just did with Wayfair. I think uh, as soon as Amazon announced that, I think uh, the Wayfair stock took a 4% tumble. I mean, it's overcomable. But, man, when you're going up against Amazon, no one's got that kind of money. So they're definitely something to uh, worry and, about. But, Kinsley, let, let's talk about And the thing it. is, though, you Go got to
0: look at it. And think about this for your own business. Amazon is really good at taking something that's very difficult and building process, productizing it, And pushing out into the marketplace. So think about your own business when something's really hard and you're able to do it. Well, you put a big moat around your business because it's hard to do. And you already have a competitive advantage. You have that first jump out of the blocks. So who's going to want to chase you? It reminds me of my, my friend Craig works for a company called veterans United. It's one of the largest mortgage home loans companies in the country. And all they do is home loans for veterans. So there, there was a guy, there was a team of guys early on, um, that were doing home loans. You know, they had sold like this ticket business for like sporting, sporting tickets. And anyway, they sold that and they made some money and they were getting into the mortgage business. And one of the guys on the team said, you know, these, these veteran loans are really a pain. They're hard to do. I think I can put a process around this and we can do this better than anybody. So it's, I think Amazon is really good at looking at what's hard to do, figuring it out, resourcing it. And then they have a big advantage and a big first sleep. That's what veterans United's did. So look at your own business and think, what are we doing in our community? That's going to be really hard for anybody else to do really hard for other companies to compete with. If we do it well and do it first. And that puts, like I said, a giant moat around your business.
1: Well, and Amazon uh, is really just trying to, I mean, they say, okay, what is the percentage of the population that's going to be cool buying a mattress online or buying a piece of furniture online? So, you know, any of that stuff is going to get delivered, but there's another percentage that expands their market that isn't going to want it just delivered. They're going to want it assembled. So they get it. And they're trying to solve for that. But, guys, if you're listening to this and this kind of stuff gives you heartburn, I just want to point you back to the book Kinsley and I wrote called Come Back to Bed. Forbes was nice enough to call it their number one book to read for 2021. So that's kind of cool for us. There it is. Go to There you go. If you go to fam.news, you can actually subscribe to the fam and get a free audio version of that. Um, but anyway, in the book, we talk about all the, all the reasons and all the ways that independent retailers in this country can kick Amazon's butt, right? You don't have to be a victim of what's happening with these guys. It's all in the book. It's how to connect to human beings. It's how to create a brand that is so compelling and awesome that people love who you are. Um, there are traffic generating ideas in there. There are ways to understand your brand, personalize your brand um, we talk about what you talk about, how you can talk about how to get involved in charities, the levers to pull. There's cage a lot method. there. So the cage method on being The galaxy graph, new ideas the hatch too. method,
0: it's all there. Graph.
1: There's a lot there. So anyway, check that out, but don't be discouraged by it. I mean, Amazon is a force, there's no doubt. But don't worry about playing their game. Play your game. You're going to be way better at it than they are. And there is so much opportunity in that. So uh, Yeah, there's no in doubt.
0: And, and I was kind of joking around at the beginning about the Amazon hair salon. But think about it. They're not getting into that business in London, of all places, because they're just experimenting. Yeah, they maybe are experimenting. But there are some clear signals and business reasons why they're why they're putting together a salon business, because they see an opportunity there. So people in the salon business are probably shaking in their little space boots the same as some people in the logistics space or the furniture mattress space are whenever they see this type of thing come in. And, um,
1: (laughs) a couple, no, go ahead. uh, Well, I was,
0: it just made me think of, uh, you know, when I thought about the augmented reality stuff, it made me think about Preet and the crew over at Live Furnish. And it really is kind of a way for people to compete in this space and do it in a way that saves them money. Um, because live firm man, live furniture is so stinking cool. I love what they're doing.
1: you know, I just saw those guys at market and I'm glad you brought them up. And that's when I just started to make a comment, that's exactly where I was going because they're doing killer stuff in 3d modeling. And so it's like, okay, I can see a mattress in my room. Um, or I can see a piece of furniture in the room, but would you actually put it into a room? It just brings it to life in an entirely different way. And Preet and his team, uh, John Emmerich, all of those guys, they're just awesome and they're very, very talented. So we're going to talk more about them. As a matter of fact, I asked him to be on the show to kind of talk to us about 3D modeling and imagery and how important it is and how cool 3D is and how it can cut costs. Let me make sure so that people understand what, not, what the heck we're hey, talking about, though, because yeah, it's uh, sure
0: it's live furniture. You can go to livefurnish.com and look at it, but it's basically yeah. you can take a product like a mattress. A photo of a mattress on a white sweep and you can boom plug it into a room scene and you can change the room scene from bohemian to something more modern to more of a beachside jungle vibe. Yeah. You could just do anything in the background instead of having to like decorate all those things. And so it's just a way for whether you're a manufacturer or you're a retailer and you're not getting the assets you need. So anyway, well we'll let's get those guys on the show. Preet, John You guys got to come on soon. Let's do it.
1: You know, I want to, before we go here today, Kinsley, I want to just call out Ryan uh, Spradling and John Scott with Mattressland. I also got to see them in Vegas. Big fans of the show. Awesome guys. John was just, he, this baller move. These, we were sitting in a bar having a cocktail and these girls next to us in a uh uh, what do you call it a bachelorette party we're getting bugged by this really drunk guy and john's like hey they're with us and (laughs) this guy like took off and tripped over the ropes you know that like keep you out of like a velvet rope thing the stanchions (laughs) <laughs> this guy got out of there so fast he tripped over the rope and it just went clunk 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 clunk. like 10 of them in a row just all fell down security got around the guy it was hilarious what a gentleman he was gave him his chair and he that's a pretty good move and then you know i talked to dr v yesterday from our good friends at miss Kelly mattress uh mr von himself and he had in in the car with him a new guy to the industry his name was jeff johnson he's with purple and uh, he's a trainer. He used to be in Sirius XM Sports Radio, so I told him about you and your radio and television past. But anyway, it was so cool to get to talk to Jeff and hear a little bit about the industry through his eyes because he's brand new to the category. So anyway, shout out to you, Jeff. Welcome to the business. And thank you, Dr. V, for making a really good connection. Looking forward to uh, getting to Awesome. You.
0: That's very good. Well, hey, Jeff, welcome. And uh a great job of, of pushing those bums over the velvet rope today. <laughs> <laughs> to the crew you're hanging out with in Vegas. Next time you can be like, hey, don't show them your tattoo and be like, hey, they're with us.
1: Well, you know what I said to John? I said, John, I got your back. I'm here, man. I, I'm your backup. So whatever, if if this goes down, I, I got your back. Now I got the tattoo and I can just, oh, by the way, <laughs> before we go, um, when... I was getting the tattoo right before um, he started in. I looked at the guy, the tattoo artist, awesome guy named Bob, and I said, Bob, is this tattoo going to make me look tougher? And he said, Quinn, I think you're going to need a big tattoo.
0: <laughs> to look tougher. <laughs> but, hey, you got to be careful because the next thing you know, you could be looking like <laughs> Joe Exotic, the Tiger King's next husband.
1: Um, okay, I'm going to try to avoid that.
0: Be able, wherever you get your podcast be sure to leave us a review subscribe at fam.news and also make sure you know that if you subscribe to the fam audio stories podcast on iTunes or wherever um, every story that we publish on fam.news goes live there first so when you subscribe you're going to get it to your app or wherever you get your podcast right away and uh, hey Quinn um, great hanging with you today brother
1: Great being with you, too. Everyone, don't forget, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, We like to get the reviews because it tells other people inside the industry that there's something valuable here. Also, share this. Share the fan with some people. We're building that up, the audience. We've been really blocked. A ton of uh, traffic already, so that was pretty cool. Already in month one, I think we were both shocked at the number of people. So anyway, so check that out. And uh, whatever you do, don't be discouraged by the show today. There's lots of stuff for you um amazon is a force there's no doubt but you can be better than that and you can win the game if you play your game so stay tuned stay connected to the fam and there's all kinds of information that will make us all better it's the campfire you need to be sitting around you can bounce on it What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it, yeah.